Hello? Is is somebody out there? No shit, motherfucker! What's going on, everybody? Thank you again for tuning into Gizmo's Corner. If it's yo, buddy, it must be Nikita. What's going on, my yo, man? Yo, buddy. <laughs> What's up, man? How's it going? It's going well, man. Glad to have you back again. <laughs> back like a heart attack. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to think of something funny to say. <laughs> uh, What's up, man? Ah, uh, you know, living the dream. Live the dream, the, the classic white man response to how their day is. How's your day? Living the dream really means fucking miserable. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. Well, that's good to hear. It's good to hear. So we've got a lot to say today. Oh, we've yeah. We've got we, a lot to say. We got a whole lot to go over today. <laughs> I, I, uh exaggerate the whole lot we got a we got trailers we got teasers we got some we got some duffer brother information going on and a possibility of a new hero entering the marvel cinematic universe (gasps) what oh yeah (laughs) it's going down for real yeah and uh if you're listening guys you obviously know that we are going to be talking about the new netflix movie in the tall grass a adaptation of the stephen king and joe hill novel when did that come out the you no- said new the book no 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 the movie so it was the new netflix movie oh it just came out like last week oh snap yeah it's it's still okay. fairly new lots of new stuff on netflix recently we'll get into that later oh uh, yeah netflix yeah. is woof, they're doing a good job lately <laughs> yeah so Excited. we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh the stranger things season four teaser we're gonna dabble into Nikita is going to give you his thoughts on the El Camino. Yeah, trailer. we're going to have to do something a little different with that one. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned to see what it's <laughs> what that's going to be about. <laughs> uh, we got bad boys for life. Uh, gonna, yes, we're going to get into bad boys. Nikita is extremely excited about this movie, and I don't blame him. I'm literally shaking in my boots right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did you have fun at the film festival? Oh my God! The Atlantic City Film Festival. Uh, to answer your question, yes, I had a, I had a hoot. Um, <laughs> just a so, hoot, not a hoot nanny. Oh, oh man, well no, let's. I was practically an owl. Let's just say that. <laughs> but um, oh my God! For those of you who don't know, uh, so Atlantic City, New Jersey, uh, awesome city. Has a lot of a uh, a lot of culture, a lot of roots in in media and the, yeah. All that good stuff. Lots of casinos and stuff. They have a film festival called the Atlantic City Film Festival. And it's a, like a, a combination of the, that and the, the Down Beach Festival. Is that what, I thought, what that was called? It's the Atlantic City Down Beach Film Festival or Cinefest Film Festival. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it was like a, a merger at some point. But anyway, yeah. um, wonderful time. Uh, it's where all like a lot of local uh, directors and stuff, producers, people make movies locally and they show them here uh some of them have bigger budgets than others regardless it is a wonderful time and uh so i was in one of the movies that was showing there which was um it was really cool uh it's called julia uh for those of you who don't know check it out uh we have a premiere coming up in i believe what two weeks now or is it like a is it october 20th 20th it's yeah, the that's day, about two weeks it's the day after the um 
booze and spirits. Oh, witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. Uh, yes, we have a premiere for our movie coming out soon, and uh, it's going to be awesome. If you guys are local, come check it out. Uh, so Lang City Film Festival was um, amazing. I had a wonderful time. Uh, you were there with me. I was there and as we well. We had a couple of our friends. Quinn was there too. Mm-hmm. Some others. The Trinity was yeah. in full force that night. And it was uh, almost a full moon. So yeah, we were getting there. So the, the, you know, the, we probably should have like <laughs> put our rings together or something and <laughs> have a beam of light come out. <laughs> What were your, what was, how'd you do it? How'd you like it? Was it fun? Oh man, I, this is my second Cinefest or uh, film festival um, in Atlantic City. Last year I had a good time. This year was no different. I had a, I had a blast, you know, being around you guys, everyone that was involved in the film. I too am also in the film, Julie. I just want to throw that out there. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. He had a, he had a nice part. I I like your part. That was fun. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So uh, it was cool, man. Seeing, seeing yourself on the big screen. Yeah, you know, it was, it was awesome. It's it's pretty cool, right? Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a. I never thought I'd see myself on a big screen. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh man, I don't know how you felt, but like the first time I popped up on the screen, I was like, oh shit, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And then you popped up. I was like, oh, I know him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, that's me. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. Even like. You know, seeing all the other movies, meeting all the different, you know, cast from other films, the directors, the producers, yeah. writers. Lots of networking. A lot of networking going on. It, w- it was a good time. It's it's so much fun. Um, and like you said, uh, Julia is going to be premiering in uh, Cape May? I think so. Yeah. Ah, it's, uh, I forget the name of the, 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 the venue, but uh, my girlfriend knows about it. I'll have to ask her about it. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm excited. Yeah. So, we'll, uh, so we'll, the, the we'll big plug, question. We'll plug, we'll plug the premiere a little bit better in another episode. <laughs> that, <I promise. laughs> that <we> it's <laughs> not right in front of me. But uh, the big question is, will you be attending next year? Absolutely. Hell yeah. I'll I, be right there with you. Hell yeah. Maybe, <laughs> you know, hopefully we're in a in another movie by next year too, man. Oh my God, that'd be awesome. I need, a, I need another reason to break out a snazzy suit. <laughs> Yo, I had a purple suit. Yeah, I had a purple it, suit that was awesome. As suede, too. yeah, it was like a, it, it was so a nice, nice, like a like a maroon. What was it maroon or crimson? I'm not an artist. Whatever. It's like a maroon. Yeah, my girlfriend's probably gonna be yelling at her her car speakers when she's listening to this podcast. It's she's burgundy, gonna, you it, fucking it's crimson, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Emily. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was awesome. Uh, I had a wonderful time, and I will be there next year with you, man. Hopefully, Hell you got man. some more people in the crew. It's uh, not gonna be the Trinity. It's gonna be the Quadini. Oh, you think we're gonna get people? We're gonna get a fourth member. Yeah, you hear that? Heard that first, guys? We're uh, we're taking auditions for a fourth member in the Trinity. Here first. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. All right, let's Uh, dive into it. All right, I got you. I'm gonna let you pick, man. What uh, do you want to blink and miss the first trailer, or do you want to talk about something in depth? (laughs) (laughs) Let's blink and miss. Let's blink and miss. Let's talk about that. All right, so let's talk about this short ass teaser trailer for Stranger Things four. so we're gonna blink as he's talking about it and, and now we're done talking segment. about it now we're done talking about it that's how that's how eventful the teaser is <laughs> get this right out of the way you you said you've seen a couple episodes of stranger things right right so stranger things um i personally have nothing against it i just i think i watched probably the first two episodes of the first season um it wasn't bad. It just never, it didn't really reel me in too much, but I've talked, I've said that to many people 
I'm saying like I'm thinking like two or three people specifically, and they've all said the same thing. They said, "No, that doesn't count. Give it another chance because the first couple episodes are kind of slow. They're kind of weird. They they seem to be convinced that if I were to watch it, I'd appreciate it. Um, I'm sure I would. But dude, the trailer, the trailer was. We're not, guys, we're not kidding when we say you can blink and miss the whole trailer. It is. I mean, was that thirty seconds long? Uh, I want. It was less than thirty seconds. I want to say it was like a good twenty-five seconds. Okay, so <laughs> keeping that in mind. That being said, what's actually happening in the trailer? It's literally just. It's just the words "Stranger Things" and then four, and it all just kind of it's dissolving and bam. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's done yeah. so um i guess there's not much foreshadowing there there's not much to work with as an audience uh and that's just me judging the trailer itself not like i don't know anything about the plot what happened in season three nothing so just the trailer itself an interesting tactic let's let's leave it there yeah, so <laughs> what do you think i i don't think the tra- the teaser does anything I'll, I'll tell you my opinions on that in a second i do want to jump back to when you said you know people that you've talked to said oh just you know you got to get past the first couple mm-hmm. episodes in order to really understand it i feel like that's tv in general like people yeah. that are hooked on a show it's like you can say hey i watched you know the first two episodes like no you got to watch the first three episodes and then you're hooked but then <laughs> you if you say the i watched the seasons. first yeah exactly <laughs> like i only watched the first season no you got to watch the first six seasons then you're hooked yeah i think that's just the you know tv in general um if it's not for me if i'm not hooked by the second or third episode Mm -hmm. i don't i don't continue with the series i think that's good that you mentioned that because that is the job of the writers Mm -hmm. you know that's their job is to write um an interesting i mean you'd imagine an interesting story that's gonna reel the the audience in i mean Mm -hmm. when i mean as actors when we're talking about you know, let's say we're learning a commercial, like the script to a commercial. If you look at any commercial on TV, the first sentence, the first couple of words are designed to reel you in. Yeah. You know, so if, if if you're making a TV show and the first couple episodes are not reeling the audience in, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a failure because, hey, they could have just turned it around and did, made a great show after that. Yeah. But in the beginning, they definitely did not reel me in. And they... Uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's also it's also like uh, depending on your audience that you're trying to sell to as mm-hmm. well. You know, like uh, the Stranger Thing that really caught on by word of mouth. So you know, it deals mm-hmm. with the supernatural, um, other dimensions. Uh, so it, very sci-fi to to an extent, and it's kind of like if you're. You're, you're into it or you're not into it. Like, right. it's going to grab you or it's not going to grab you. You know, we can even say, like, Game of Thrones. We'll use Game of Thrones for an example now, okay? Like, <laughs> is that, I feel personally attacked. Why do you like Game of Thrones? No. <laughs> oh, you don't? <know? laughs> it's a hard no. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> I can feel the tension. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Here, um,. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a personal attack. I didn't. I don't know if you like it or not. But now I know, I know. you don't like it. I'm messing um, with you. <laughs> all right, so we're using Game of Thrones as an example. Well, all right. So with Game of Thrones as an example, that that's not my cup of tea at all. I don't like those kinds of okay. That kind of cinema. hello, brother. <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> that's a very unpopular opinion. All right, I'm done with the hoopla. <laughs> 
you know, that, that's probably one of the most popular TV shows mm-hmm. that was on, you know, it was off there now, whatever. But like, I would say that's probably like a word of mouth. Everyone talking about how great this show is. And then everybody has to watch yeah. it. See, for everybody's me, talking about it. For me, that's not yeah. my cup of tea. I don't like that genre of like old. I agree with you 100%. Medieval times. That's like why I usually end up not watching shows that are very popular. Yeah. And then once the hype dies down, I feel like I, 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 I mount it down to this. I'm a hater. And sometimes I'm, Yo, you sometimes fucking I like are a hater. hater. Yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> dude, it's this one thing. I, growing up, my brothers were like that too. I'm the youngest of three, so it rubbed off on me. But sometimes I'm a hater. When it's like, when something's popular, and I mean, don't get me wrong. If something sucks, it sucks. But if something's like low-key good, but it's just really popular and everyone's talking about it, I just get annoyed hearing about it. Unless, you know, sometimes it's not the case. But most of the time, I'm just a hater. And then the hype dies down, and I'm, I, I warm up to it. I come around, and I'm like, you know, maybe I'll check it out. And then <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. This is awesome. And everybody's like, bro, where were you two months ago? We're <laughs> not like, where were you last year? <laughs> uh, we'll, so, yeah. we'll, we'll get into my version of that a little later on in this episode of where were you <laughs> <laughs> six years ago oh, yeah. <laughs> Rob where were you six years that's ago that's funny but yeah like it, you know back to Stranger Things man like it could it either grabs you or it does and it has a huge following now everybody loves Stranger Things oh, yeah. um, I'm, I'm a fan of it I'm honestly done after season three like mm. I loved the first season the second season didn't do it for me third season was okay all this teaser really said to me was uh, Netflix is trying to keep their users hmm, yeah. and keeping their subscriptions high. We have a million. They're doing a good job, if you ask me. Million streaming services coming out now, man. We've got Disney Plus I coming. Heard. Yeah. Everyone's about it. You know, BBC has one. You know, Dude, BET yeah. has one coming now. You know, mm-hmm. there's all these streaming services, mm-hmm. which it's like. Yeah, that's the smart move. You got to have your streaming service if you want to keep your business going. Right. So to me, this is Netflix's opportunity to say, hey, guys, don't leave because we got season four of Stranger Things coming. Yeah. I know it doesn't show anything, but hey, you're excited, right? We're not in Hawkins anymore. Yeah, I was. Well, there you go. I was going to say you mentioned before what you know, you were talking about what the trailer said. Well, one thing it literally said was they're not Hawkins anymore. Yeah. Or Hawkins. Yeah. They're not there anymore. So, um, well, I mean, being somebody who hasn't watched the show, I don't understand the significance of that. But that is, <laughs> other than the title of the show and the number of the season, that is the literally the one other thing that they said. So, there you go, guys. They're not Hawkins anymore. <laughs> Take that for what you will. <laughs> and uh, Oh, and, and by the way, I blinked. So, I, I missed the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, just to give some insight, and then we're going to move on. Uh, it does look like the teaser shows, like the number four, it's being wrapped in like that weird vine stuff from oh, yeah. the from the upside down. So we're not in Hawkins anymore. That could a lot of people are suggesting that means that. Well, for one, to me, it could mean they're in the upside. They're going to be in the upside down this season. At the end of season three, if you haven't watched it yet, spoilers. Uh, some characters, some characters move away. And another theory is that it's going to take place in Russia. 
А, сука, блядь! Привет, водка, водка! I just wanted to see your face light up when I said that. Oh my god. Now I feel personally attacked. But it's true. There's rumors that it might, or theories that it might take place in Russia. Lots of creepy tundra and forests in Russia. So, hell yeah, that I think that would be a great spot for that. Uh, what's no last thing that we can move on? What's the would you say the under the upside down world? What the, was upside it? Down. The, the upside down, the upside down, that's like another dimension. It's like the oh, okay, like a parallel the, dimension. It's like yeah. kind of evil, yes, in a way. Okay, yes, it's All like right. really grimy and like um, well, hey, maybe that's what they're foreshadowing. Then that makes sense, mm-hmm. right? On we can see what happens, we'll see. Cool, um, just don't blink or you'll miss it. <laughs> <laughs> With Stranger Things too, but um, apparently Netflix offered the Duffer Brothers, or the creators and mm-hmm. the of the the series, um, they offered them a nine figure deal um, to keep them on for Stranger Things and other movie projects. So to me, that's kind of interesting. Apparently, the Duffer Brothers already had a season four written out. Jeez. I don't, I don't know how true that is, but. Uh, nine like figures nine figures to keep these guys on that's what that's like a, a hundred million plus yes damn maybe more than a hundred million it could be 200 wow. million who knows man netflix is dropping money they're not scared to seriously s- well they've got to- the money you know mm-hmm. i mean uh, subscription-based services yeah. everyone's doing it apple's doing it yeah. you know everyone's doing it mm-hmm. damn that's a lot mm-hmm. of money that's pretty interesting all right you ready to be a bad boy <laughs> bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> you look right at me when he said that. I was like, wait, what the fuck are you talking? I was like, oh, wait, okay. <laughs> bad boys. All right, so For now, life. now this is where, this is the part of the episode where we talk about porn. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just molested your ears and your sta- your speakers. Uh, <laughs> So this is we got the Bad Boys Three Bad Boys for Life trailer. Uh, you're you're extremely excited about this movie. Yeah. Let's, uh, oh, well, dude, I love Bad Boys. Can't say I'm a huge fan of Bad Boys One or Two. I've mm-hmm. seen them. I remember liking them. I don't really remember them. Right. So like that's not one of the things I could say I'm a huge fan of. I yeah. definitely want to go back and rewatch them. Um, Likewise. But uh, this one you're really excited for. Like you. I mean, you talked before this, you're a huge fan of Martin Lawrence, or yeah. you liked Martin so, Lawrence a lot. Uh, Martin Lawrence, that's one of those actors that I've seen so much in my childhood. Mm. Uh, that's the thing. Like, um, First off, i like to second what you said. Um, I saw the first and the second Bad Boys when I was a kid. You know, It was a while ago. I uh, haven't rewatched it yet, but I'm looking forward to uh, watching those two movies. They're both on Netflix. And uh, I'm going to watch them before I watch the new Bad Boys, which I've got plenty of time because the new Bad Boys is coming out the beginning of January 2020. So uh, it being October, we've got a couple months to go. <laughs> but I have plenty of time. Maybe I'll, I'll space it out and watch one movie per month. But uh, Martin Lawrence, I just I love his face. Something about his, his whole presence, uh, his personality, his humor – I think, well, some of the humor has to do with the writing, but I think he's good at delivering it. And um, I'm excited to see him and Will Smith. I think it's a very strong combination, at least back in the day. Now, I wanted to ask you a question, Rob. I asked you this, uh, kind of briefly touched on this when we were watching the trailer. Mm -hmm. But 
do you think Martin Lawrence and Will Smith still have it? Now, maybe more so Martin Lawrence than Will Smith, because I still think Will Smith is a great, strong actor. I haven't seen Martin Lawrence since. Uh, well, I know Martin Lawrence went through like a thing, and he took a took time away mm-hmm. from acting. I can't say if he still has it yet until I see this movie. Mm. Uh, again, not being a huge fan of Martin Lawrence, like I've seen a lot of his movies, like Black Knight, uh, Blue Streak, Big Mama's House. I, oh my God, Big Mama's House! <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't say I'm the biggest fan of Martin Lawrence. Um, I'm excited. Like this is one of my favorite stories when someone's gone for a long time and they come back. Yeah. Like I'm not a huge fan of his, but I'm excited to see him in this because mm-hmm. I love that. I love that story. Like yeah. you're gone and you're back. Like I would love to see Rick Moranis come back. Dang. You know, and he's been gone forever. He said he's never coming back. But if he came back, I'm gonna be at that fucking theater seeing his movie because right on. You know, I think like that's a recipe for either something very good or very. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say bad because I'm not expecting it. It would take a lot for Mar- for this to be bad for yeah. Martin Lawrence. Like I mean, from the, based on the trailer, it was a, at very least decent acting. Yeah. So it it looks like yeah. he still has his you know same mannerisms like his facial expressions right. and everything like he twerks he hasn't his changed cheek a certain way yeah, when he talks. It doesn't seem like he's changed too much, which yeah. is rare with people who grow up. Because ten mm-hmm. years, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and it, look at Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying his performance wise, but looks wise at least. Oh yeah, he's jacked yeah. as. Yeah. Warren Lawrence, I think he got a little chubbier, but hey, nothing wrong with that, man. I'm yeah. chubby. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> it. I think it adds. It's going to add to his character too. Yeah. The fact that he's chubby. You know, yes. they're older, and he's. Mm-hmm. You know, he says something in the trailer like, "Don't you want to just like finally move on from this eventually?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, <You> yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of which, in the trailer, it's it was very relieving. <clears throat> To see that a lot of the old cast is back mm. from the older movies. So I, I love when TV shows do that. Um, my girlfriend has been exposing me to a show lately on Netflix uh, called Veronica Mars. <gasps> oh. If you viewers could see how his face just lit up. Bro, I, I said love that. Veronica series. Mars. Yes, uh, good series. Um, so I think from season, what was it? Season three to season four, there was a good, there's a season four. Um, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what we were just watching. Um, but uh, besides the point, so from like the old, there's like a nice, like a couple year gap between the most recent season Mm -hmm. and the season before that. I mean like a big gap and Mm -hmm. it's kind of cool watching how the actors have grown up and turned into, you know, they've moved on in, into different roles in the movie. Uh, I feel like I'm going to be kind of interested to see how that happens in Bad Boys. Yeah. And to see where everybody has moved on and where they haven't. Yeah. You know, it's it's always nice seeing actors progress as human beings because that's you can't you can't like you can't make that up. You know, an actor can give you a whole performance, but their physical body, yeah, there's makeup and stuff, but if they're older then they're older. Yeah. It's really hard to hide that. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I can totally relate to you with, uh, you know, something goes on hiatus and then it comes back again. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny as shit, though. That trailer, the trailer. Oh, my God. The first time I saw it, I, I was I was in stitches, dude. <laughs> Bro, jumping back, actually, you know, man, I'm, I'm kind of worried about Will Smith. Really? Yeah. Why do you say I, that? I was at the gym this morning and I was thinking like, because Gemini Man is coming out, his new okay. movie. Okay. And... Uh, I'm hearing a lot of bad things about that movie. 
Really? And yeah, like I'm hearing that like the the story is a little wonky. Um, The performance is a little wonky. Like, yeah. And like, I I was looking forward to this too because I love Will Smith. But did he have a small little hiatus? Did he have a hiatus before Gemini Man? Because I just remember I didn't really hear much about him. No, well, I don't know. The last thing I can remember him being in is Suicide Squad. Um, I know his sons had a lot of attention. Yeah. I mean, good for them. But I like I started thinking, what if Will Smith becomes the next like Bruce Willis where it, it's like star and then he's going to doing like direct to video or oh, direct okay. to kind of like evolving from actor to director? No. Uh-huh. Um devolving from oh. superstar to like oh. has been you know what i mean i hope it doesn't happen because oh, okay. I, I fucking love will smith yeah okay guys i see which way you're going yeah um i hope not and yeah that, that it would be a shame if that happened but i mean it's very possible you know it, it happens you know people get into the spotlight and people get out yeah, that's why that's where the saying comes from 15 seconds of fame it just happens to be will smith's 15 seconds was like a lot like 15 years yeah. well, <laughs> 20 I, years well, I, I think will smith kind of rides this roller coaster where he does whatever he wants to do which yeah. is awesome Good i respect him. that like yeah. he, he can have a movie like a great movie like pursuit of happiness or yeah or ali or concussion and then he'll have other movies like i am legend or i robot or suicide squad mm-hmm. you know where it's like you have these amazing films and then you have these movies you know what i mean yeah. like a uh, quick question yeah out of those movies you just listed which ones were the good ones and which ones were the bad ones <laughs> just because kind of what i want to see which direction you go with that well ali pursuit of <laughs> happiness and what was the other one i said Concussion. Those are great movies. Ah, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I don't recall seeing those. I like I've Suicide seen, Squad. I've seen iRobot. And I, I saw loved iRobot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> oh, well, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, it, honestly, man, like I enjoy iRobot. I, right. I, I Am Legend was fun. I um, hate her. i'm not not hating on those movies you know fuck you man you're the hater (laughs) now you're hating i feel personally attacked (laughs) literally (laughs) oh Oh, man man. what what the fuck were we talking about uh hoopla (laughs) um Yeah, um, you're saying he's uh, you're afraid to see him be a dwindling star. Yeah, and I totally feel that. I, I hope not. Yeah, I, he's a I, good guy. I hope he just keeps it going. Like yeah. I, but it's possible that he may just you know fall off. It happens. Oh man, I, the Men in Black series, that's a classic. I'm sorry, I just kind of came back to me yeah. real quick. All of that, Illuminati, Wild Wild West. That was terrible. <laughs> Shit. They're going hating again, bro. Quit hating. Cool. Uh, Hancock. Hancock was fun. <laughs> yeah, that wow, okay. That was a really I good movie. I forgot about that. I like that one a lot. But yeah, Bad Boys 3, man. We're, we're going to go into uh, the, the entire filmography of Will yeah, Smith right. here. We're about to get real <laughs> off topic. Uh, Hit us up for Gizmo's Corner After Hours for <laughs> bonus content. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Not that kind of content. <laughs> oh, um, man. But yeah, dude, this, the movie looks like a, it looks like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. You know, it's still uh, got the action. It's got, it seems it's got some good humor. Which is 
it's that's like that's crucial. This yeah. whole series has been it's funny, you know, serious, but it's kind of like a not as serious serious movie if that makes sense. It's like a laid yeah. back action movie. Yeah. Or more uh more nah, that's I don't want to make it sound like it's boring. Definitely it's, not boring. Yeah, it's definitely not boring. It's eventful, but like kind of like that cool. It's that cool teacher you had in high school. You know, he, he's professional, but yeah, you know, he's cool as shit and makes yeah. funny inappropriate jokes all day long. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm I'm trying to think. I don't. Let me. I gotta see if is Michael Bay directing this because he did. Yeah, let's see who's director. So, Adil L. Arby. That's the director. I have no idea who this is. Okay, yeah, I've never heard of that name either, but it could just be I'm not good with with names. Now, yeah, let's see. Who directed the older movies? The older movies were Michael Bay. Oh, okay, so a change a change in directors for the Bad Boys series. So um, what do you think about what do you think happens when you have a series, especially a trilogy? Making trilogies is dangerous because, you know, the first one, if it's a hit, it's a hit. The second one, that's a one-two punch if it's good. Now the third one, that that could be, you know, that could be the killer. It could, could be what makes it sink or, or, or float. Oh, yeah. It happens all the time, man. You can, have a, you can have a successful first movie, and it's rare for the sequel to surpass the right. original. It's exactly. even rarer. <laughs> rarer. <laughs> Kitty cat. <laughs> rarer for the, you know, the third movie in the trilogy yeah. to end that perfect trilogy. Yeah. Like, you know, you, I don't know what trilogies are there. Um, it's tough. You know, like you could say Godfather. It's not a perfect trilogy. A lot right. of people will. Um, Back to the Future, not a perfect trilogy. Right. That okay. third one, a lot of people love it, but a lot of people are like, mm-hmm. Um, now, this, what do you think happens when between two and three they change directors? Now, mind you, I understand there's been a gap in time, but still, that that could have that could be multiple things. That could be contracts. Um, I mean, you've you never know, heard would, of these directors. I know, and you know, because you know, it's directors cheaper instead as um, opposed to getting Michael Bay or they're up and coming. Well, or I'm not familiar with coming. Michael Bay. Is he like one of the big dogs? I mean, man, his, if you, if you, uh, I'll, I'll listen, uh, Armageddon, uh, Pearl Harbor, oh, uh, okay. the Transformers movies. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, he's, he's a big dog. He's, a, oh yeah. Yeah. He's okay. been around for a long time too. Uh, terrible storyteller. Hmm. But well, that's what he has most, a team for. <laughs> he's most known. He's most known for his explosions and action oh, segments. Okay. And these are all new people. It well, seems not, not like new, it. but people who are not nearly as big of names. Yeah, it's like like they they have you know they have credits to their name. Risky, but uh, it's it, they're not people I'm familiar with. Um, I see. It's a little risky for sure. It could either be really good or really bad, yeah. or maybe just plain meh. Well, you know, maybe <laughs> well, well, Joe was it Joe Carnahan is the writer. It looks like for the third one. Okay. So. I mean that's good. That guy's uh that guy's pretty diesel. Yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. See what happens. Maybe you know, we'll we might get a better story with this one since it's not Michael Bay. Oh, uh, you know okay. what I mean? All right. Maybe some closure. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I know it's a little early, but do you think maybe they would make it so there could be a fourth one? You think they're out for the money? They just want to make some money. Milk I the think. Name? 
I think Bad Boys, Will Smith, and Martin Lawrence, I think they just want to do this one last yeah. thing and then be done with it. I you can't know, imagine them going into it. It's a interesting. Form. That combo, it's just one of those combos that for me, like Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, I feel like they're their duo it's like they're brothers and i feel like it lives past the movies that they're in if that makes sense yeah for sure like when i picture those two together in my head i know it's going to be a good time yeah. i know it's going to be funny i know it's going to be eventful it's not going to be boring it's going to be witty snappy it's going to be good yeah regardless of the writing now they definitely seem like it would be that brotherly thing to do you know you made two good movies you're both big names in acting and it's been like a decade and like, hey, fuck it, man. Let's get back together one more time and have like a good a last hoorah, you know. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited for this movie. I, I really like with everything in me, I hope it's going to be a good movie. You know, whether it ends up being good or bad, I'm still probably going to enjoy it. And they definitely have my money because I'll, I'll be there seeing it for sure. Right on. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it too, man. I'm definitely going to check it out. I, I definitely got to give the other two a rewatch. It's awesome that they're on Netflix oh, yeah. too. I'm going to check those out for sure before I see the third one. Yes, sir. Something else, Nikita, where gasp. it has been a long period of time. Double gasp. In between the original and the new. And this. Are you going to say what I think you are? Go ahead, say it. Uh oh. Breaking Bad. Son of a bitch, he done said it. He done did it. <laughs> Breaking motherfucking bad. So it's been six years since uh, Breaking. Right? Six years? Whew. Six years since Breaking yeah. Bad ended. And, Way uh, to make me feel old. <laughs> fuck if you feel old i feel like i should be in a coffin um, really that's funny i had the wheelchair waiting outside <laughs> oh man uh, so we have el camino coming out uh Ooh. it's probably going to be out by the time this is released probably uh, yeah but talking about a show where you're late to the party yes uh, talking about haters <laughs> <laughs> i uh I just started watching this series. I've never seen it before. I'm digging it, man. Everyone's been telling me for years, oh man, you gotta watch Breaking Bad. It's like one oh of the my best God, yeah. shows on TV, man. You gotta watch it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'm finally watching it, man. I'm I'm loving this show. I'm on season four now. I'm like halfway through season yeah. four and this show is great. It's easily one of my favorite shows ever. And it I think a lot of a lot of people would agree that it's probably one of the best series ever, at least in recent history. Um, now, quick question: um, Seeing as it's been a couple years since Breaking Bad is finished, how do you feel about its relatability? Do you think it's still relatable? It's still modern. It's still a concept that us living in 2019 can mm. feel close to. I think the answer is yes, but I want to see what your answer is. I would say yes. Uh, with the huge fan following that Breaking Bad has, uh, I see this being a huge success. You know, it is on uh, El Camino is going to be on Netflix, but um, I actually I think it even has a limited release in theaters. But yes, that was in the trailer. Now another thing, talking about trilogies. Hmm? Now I think now I don't know if you or the viewers would agree, but hear me out. Now you have Breaking Bad. Which is absolutely incredible. Great series. Went six seasons, right? Was mm -hmm. it six or five? Five. Five. five seasons. My bad. It went five seasons. Every season was great. And then it ends. 
And then you have Better Call Saul mm-hmm. come out, which is a spinoff. And we were just talking about this. And I feel like Better Call Saul was like that younger brother that tries to be like the older brother, but eh, not really. And they're like, yeah, you're still cool, but you're not like as cool as your bigger brother. Then- you know, but now we have number three, El Camino. So number one was a great hit. Number two, eh, not not so much. Mm-hmm. Now number three, I feel like this can make it or break it. The the whole Breaking Bad series as yeah. a whole. So that that's a perfect analogy, by the way, with yeah. using saying Better Call Saul is like the younger brother trying to be yeah. the older brother of Breaking Bad. Yeah, I mean it's it it is a spinoff, and you can see that happening in in the history of television as well, where you have a plethora of shows where the original has a huge following, and the spinoff doesn't do as well. Like Friends, and then there was Joey, there was Buffy, and then there was Angel. Even though Angel did fairly well on its own, that right. ended up having a good following. Uh, but there's 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 plenty of shows out there, X Files, and then there was the those three guys, I think they had like half of a season because it did so terribly. I forgot what the, it was like the oh investigation bureau or something. I forget what the show was called, but it was the three like nerdy guys from the X-Files. Um, <laughs> yeah, it did not do good. So uh-huh. El Camino. Now, the, uh, the viewers will have to let you guys, or the listeners will have to let you know. Uh, so seeing as Gizmo here has not finished Breaking Bad, and hasn't seen Better Call Saul, uh, he omitted from watching the trailer or the the teaser for El Camino. Myself, I've finished both Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. And uh, I watched the trailer for El Camino, and I would like to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, guys. So I'm going to step out of the room. I'm going to take a little, uh, (laughs) I'm going to take a little break here. I'm going to leave you in, uh, the uh, God, I hope they're good hands of uh, Nikita. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, my very well moisturized hands. <laughs> All right, Master Memes, take it away. Let me know when you're uh, when you're good. <laughs> right on. It'll probably only be like a couple minutes. It won't be that long. Take your time, don't rush. Cool. Get carried away. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> so now that Gizmo has stepped out of the room. The trailer for El Camino, oh man, it really, it really kept me sitting at the edge of my seat, wanting more. I really wish it showed a little bit more. I think the trailer, all in all, uh, definitely held the cards close to its chest, uh, so to speak. Uh, doesn't give away too much, but kind of gives you a, maybe a good idea of the direction that uh, it's it's going to be going. Obviously, you know, uh, Jesse Pinkman, he's on the run. He's a fugitive. Uh, he comes in and, and see, sees his friends and stuff. Um, I feel like this is one of those trailers where it's a lot more metaphorical rather than literal. Um, you really got to read in between the lines with it. So he starts out, uh, Jesse, you know, it starts out, you see him. He's really, he's dirty, disgusting, covered in grime is sitting in the shower uh covered he was covered in dirt had long shaggy hair long beard looked the looked a mess um now i want i want to say it's it's interesting metaphorically to see him there and then you know you see the um, the water going down the drain that's just it's covered in dirt it's absolutely filthy uh there's a scene or a little cut where he puts the gun up on the shelf in the, uh in, in the window in the shower you know symbolizing he's 
he's he's still a fugitive on the run. He's at his friend's house. They like they took him in, but he still doesn't trust anybody. You know, it's it's really crazy just to see how Jesse has transformed through the whole Breaking Bad series and then going into this it's like i mean the actor has the actor looks different looks older more like husky but it's it's also just everything about the character Jesse Pinkman has gotten more refined grown up he's a hardcore criminal you know he doesn't fuck around anymore and in the beginning of Breaking Bad, he's just one of those, he's like a bug, dude. You just want to crush him and say, fuck out of here. You know, now he's like, he's not somebody to be messed with. And it's just, it's really crazy. You know, you see he's sitting in a car, there's cops flying by. Uh, there's a scene where it, it cuts to uh, a TV, you know, it, and it's a news channel. It has a picture of Jesse Pinkman and says, fugitive on the run. He's being looked at. He's being looked for. You know, like, the, the gig is up. You know, the police are after him, everything. It's like, it's kind of like where Breaking Bad left off. And I just, I love it. Because the ending to Breaking Bad was just so beautiful and everything. And I feel there was just so much energy in that ending. And it's to the point where you just didn't want the series to be over. And I feel like, in my opinion... El Camino is going to pick up right where left off with that energy. And I think it's going to be very strong. And I think it's going to be amazing. I am so excited for that. Um, it's one of those things where Breaking Bad, I love the story and the ending was necessary and everything. I just still wish there was some other way that it could still be going on. I wish there was some way to make a second Breaking Bad because that whole series was amazing. I think El Camino is going to be, I think, as far as number three, it's going to do a good job. I think it's going to be a nice capitalization on the Breaking Bad series. And it's going to be wonderful. Um, comes out this Friday, which uh, is going to be before this episode airs. Uh, that's going to be Friday the 11th uh, of October. And I hope you guys uh, enjoyed watching it. Um, I know I'm going to be watching it the day it comes out. And it's going to be amazing. Uh, I hope all of you enjoy. And until then, enjoy watching the trailer. <laughs> and yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, I am back now. <laughs> he is back. <laughs> I, I hope uh, I hope I didn't do too bad of a job, uh, you know, doing that little segment by myself. You know, I'm honored to be, I guess, an honorary host temporarily. Oh yes, you know, that was that was kind of cool. I took the reins of the this show for a little bit. I promise, uh, I the, the viewers, uh, the listeners were in good hands. <laughs> you know, I didn't do nothing too crazy, you know, but I took the reins. It was cool. All right. We'll we'll see how this uh, we'll see this how this sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have fun I, editing that. <laughs> I got it. Uh, all right. Yeah. I got to finish watching this fucking show so I can do. This. Oh my god. <laughs> it's now. I, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of what I was saying was I just I felt like a broken record, man. I, I just love the Breaking Bad series so much. I think yeah. it's 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 wonderful. But what are your what are your thoughts so far? You're sitting here on season four. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm loving it. As like, far as writing goes, and like the actual show itself, writing everything. writing goes. Um, the actual show, it's good. There are downfalls to me, as there 
is to everything. Uh, I find the storyline goes back and forth a lot. Yes. Like you see Jesse and Walter going back and forth and then mm-hmm. they're good friends and then they're back and forth fighting each other. There's a new bad guy that they get involved with and it's like, well, how do we get away from this bad guy? Wait, you're talking about Gus, right? Gus and yeah. then what was the other guy? Um, oh, the guy before him, yeah, uh, the Mexican guy. I loved yeah. him, man. It's it's been a it's been a little yeah. bit since tu- I watched Tucho. this. Tucho, Tuco, Tuco. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I loved him, dude. He was like, if if a pit bull could be a human being, that, that would was be him. him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the actor, but the character in the in the show, everything. That was such a great character. I loved it. Uh, Gus, I think, is still, in my opinion, I think he's a little bit better. Just because I, I just, I love he's, Gus as a he's character. He's awesome, man. From so the that, second, that's like who I want to be in a more legal sense, of course. From, <laughs> from the second you meet Gus, like he presents himself as a manager of this fast food place, and oh, yeah. then you, later on you learn to find out who Gus really is. Yeah, and it's like that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, I like his character, and I love this whole story that's going on right now mm-hmm. with him and you know the cartel and you know jesse and walter and i love i love all the character stories man there's not one story exactly with any of the characters that i'm like man i can't wait for this segment to it's be strong over. writing yeah they have like, very strong like writing because like a lot Skyler of other shows it's just and, like it's bullshit so, yeah. some some stuff's good some stuff's not hmm. but this show lots of strong writing oh yeah it. absolutely for sure i'm looking forward to this movie once i finish you know no, Breaking yeah. Bad. Uh, I'll probably watch Better Call Saul after I watch El Camino, just because yeah. I I, I want to watch. I, this movie. I don't know if there should be an order. I mean, personally, me, uh, if I could do it over again, I'd probably still do the same thing: Breaking mm. Bad first, and then Better Call Saul, and then El Camino. But honestly, I don't think you'll be uh, at a disadvantage if yeah. you were to watch El Camino first. I, yeah. I mean, some stuff happens in Better, Better Call Saul, but it's more so like backstory. Yeah, I feel like El Camino is a continuation of breaking bad in a sense it's it's more main characters i would say oh man you're gonna love it you're gonna love it i can't, I can't I, wait for friday i can't wait i can't wait yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna burn through this fucking show man hell yeah i kind of want to rewatch the whole breaking bad series <laughs> now but I, I know i'm not gonna be able to cram all that in yeah. the next couple of days so. yeah I've been, I've been watching it for like a week and a half now getting through it so dang um Right on. But, so what's next? What's next on the list? Well, speaking of characters, we have a new hero that is rumored to be entering the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Chicka chicka what? <gasps> <laughs> Sorry, I had to be hip and trendy. I've so the past uh, past few episodes, I've been talking about how I think the you know Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to start to go on a downward spiral because they're running out of these big names. Right. Um, you know, we we've got Iron Man, we've got Thor, we've got Captain America, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have all the big names. There's not a whole lot left to choose from, and then. Now there's talks of Nova being introduced into phase <gasps> five in 20. <laughs> yes. In 2022, I believe. Oh, shit. Okay, so that's a little bit from now. Yeah, I mean, are they already thinking about those movies? Oh, yeah, man. They, they've got these movies planned out oh, for years God. in advance. I'm pretty sure it was 2022. I might be wrong, but that's exciting. Nova is actually a character that. Um, he's not one of the most well-known. Like, do you know who Nova is? Never heard of him. Okay, so he's not well-known, but I fucking love him. He almost has the... Uh, he has a very similar origin story to Spider-Man, where he's this 
Um, Random guy gets bitten by a spider. Uh, or Nova, get, in this case, he's a star, gets engulfed by a galaxy, you know, turns into a universe. Close. <laughs> close. Very close. Oh, shit, what? <laughs> no, Plot twist. He's, he's this young kid that's uh, that's bullied. And it, it, he's kind of like his origin is a mix between uh, Peter Parker and Hal Jordan. Like Nova is very similar to Green Lantern as well because uh, he's part of the the Nova Corps. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and it's very similar to how he gets his powers, whereas Hal Jordan gets his, uh, he gets the ring from a dying Green Lantern Corps member. Oh, wow. And, you know, he, uh, Richard Ryder gets the, his powers from Nova Prime. Okay. So Nova Prime is the last of the Nova Corps, and then he bestows his powers upon. Uh, so it's kind of like Richard an STD. Ryder. He yeah. just gave him the S, the Nova it's, STD. It's the STD you want to get, though. Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was herpes. Oh wait, ah, I'm just wait. What do you have? Yeah. <laughs> Herpagonosyphilides is what I have. Oh boy. Yo, my my girlfriend's probably smashing her steering wheel right now. What the fuck are you <laughs> saying? <laughs> for for the the listeners who don't know, uh, my girlfriend is an avid listener to this podcast and listens to them while she's driving thanks so, emily yeah uh if you're having any road rage right now i just uh hey just relax you know relax listen to my calming voice <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> that's not gonna make it relax <laughs> oh boy uh, yo um, so so nova so nova yeah he gets his powers and uh Pretty much, it gives him, you know, super strength. He can fly. Uh, he's agile, say, and then he can produce blasts. So he's kind of like Superman and like the the lightning guy, super speed or whatever kind of mix. Uh, he's not like ultra fast though. No, no, he's a uh, he, he can shoot plat like power beams. So like he's so he's like su- he's Superman mixed with Goku. Huh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like every superhero, at least that I know, has like a distinguishing feature. What's his distinguishing feature? Uh, you mean like his? Yeah. What's his? What's his like? What's his selling point as a character? I'm sorry if there's any like hardcore uh, like fans listening, and you guys are hating me. I apologize. I'm not the most familiar with Nova, at least. Um, I don't know anything about him. That's okay. Not, not Does he have lot. a cool outfit or something? Not a lot of people do. Yeah, he looks like this. Oh, wow. Um, he looks like a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. All right. Okay, so with uh, with Nova, how is he going to fit into the MCU? I'm going to tell you, right. Nikita, how he's going to fit into okay. the MCU. So they introduced the, the Nova Corps of Xandar in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Okay. We're introduced to them. They're also referenced, I believe they're referenced in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. Uh, But they're also referenced in the Avengers Infinity War, which uh, we learn that Xandar is completely destroyed by Thanos. So to me, how this is going to fit in is we are going to get one of the last characters that we saw in Guardians of the Galaxy that lived on Xandar, which I'm assuming is going to be John C. Riley's character. Hmm. he's going to come to Earth and then he is going to give the power of Nova to Richard Ryder. Okay. That's how I think it's going to happen. Uh, we could also just get a random person from Xandar who <laughs> uh, happens to be the last living being from the planet. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. As I was laughing at the name Xandar. I can't get over that. <laughs> Xandar. <laughs> Xandar. <laughs> so, are, are you for this edition? Or? Oh, uh, this I'm... I guess it's an easy answer, yeah. Uh, this I'm extremely excited about. I love Nova. Do you think there's going to be people that are against it? They don't like it? They don't like him being introduced? No, I can't imagine a fan not wanting to see this. There's... Do you think there's going to be some haters? Sure, there's always there's always haters, man. Yeah, man, you got people like me sitting in the corner. <laughs> I hate this shit. Look at that idiot. He looks like a Mortal Kombat character. Oh, shit. Okay. Whoa, the personal attacks. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right on, man. Well, that's pretty cool. Hopefully it rakes in those bucks. You know, how much... Uh, do you know anything about the budget? No, there's no there's no talk of that yeah, right now. Any details, anything right specific? now. This is kind of just like a rumor. Ah, okay. um, it wait like, confirmed. It's like a confirmed rumor. Okay, it's not really confirmed. So it's happening, but it's it, it's more than likely going to be happening. Okay. Hmm, um, usually, if Kevin Feige lets anything slip out, I don't even know if he actually let it slip out, but I imagine we're going to be getting this. Hmm. Okay. Right on. And. I'm excited about this. I've been I've been bashing the MCU, not bashing it, but having my doubts about it for you know the past few months now. Because you've been you've been hating. I, I I've been sipping the the haterade. <laughs> the haterade. I've been sipping the haterade. <laughs> oh um. man, that's that's the tea, as all the hip kids are saying nowadays. That's the tea. <laughs> that's the t- that's the tea's <laughs> uh, Cool. Just, so what's next, man? All right, man. Well, hey, man. You know what? There's nothing else left. <gasps> Other than this fine tall grass we about to get yeah, lost. Yeah, I was gonna in. say that's the whole that's the, that's the main thing. Uh, in the tall grass. All right, guys. So in the tall grass, it came out on Netflix about a week or so ago. It's based off the novel written by Stephen King and Joe Hill, the father and son duo, and it was made into a movie. It is directed by Vincenzo Natali. It is. Starring is that, is that a name that you've ever heard of? That one directors. It sounds familiar, but I'm not a hundred, not really familiar hmm. with it. Okay. Um, starring, actually, this whole cast I'm not familiar with, other than uh, Patrick Wilson. Uh, we okay. have Avery Witted. I'm gonna butcher these names too. <laughs> Laysla de Oliveira, Will Bowie Jr., uh, Harrison Gilbertson, Tiffany Helm, Rachel Wilson. Oh, I wonder if she's related to Patrick Wilson. Or if it's just or Owen Wilson. (gasps) (laughs) I'm just kidding. The face, no, no, the face. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, So this movie, yeah, movie. It it it's a Stephen King novel. If you're, I'm sure everyone's familiar with Stephen King's novels or even his movies at least. But uh, once you get, uh, God, once you dive into the mind of Stephen King, uh, hold on tight. Because you're going to go on a weird, twisted fucking ride. Oh, yeah. You're not going to get a story you've seen before. You're going to get something completely original for the most part. And that's something I very much appreciated. I appreciated about this movie, the originality to it. It is a big mindfuck. Yeah. (laughs) It definitely has that mindfuck factor to it. Uh, Ooh, where to start with it? Um, It was good. Uh, I was a big fan of it. Um, it was a little interesting. I liked how throughout the movie, uh, I was, I was telling my girlfriend this when we were watching this, I, I feel like it has some, uh, you get the, there were alternate endings in the same movie. Yeah. It was like the endings were the beginnings. 
like not even just the movie itself, but like plots with the individual characters. Um, it, it just our our intro is actually a funny little play on it. Because <laughs> it starts off, you know, uh, Becky and Cal they pull over at a field to a kid yelling "Help! Help!" Mm-hmm. And um, my personal opinion about that whole scene was the kids yelling "Help!" and the girl Becky she yells out "Hello." Is there somebody in there? No fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if I was in the middle of Kansas and pulled over at a field to take a piss or whatever, and, and fucking there's a kid yelling yeah. for help in the field, I wouldn't. My first words would not be "Hello." Is there somebody there? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm tripping. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was kind of silly. I'm, w- I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, it was. It was mm. a little silly, but um, it was interesting because like the that first scene was revisited a couple times and also like other things that happen other scenes and uh interactions and stuff that happen throughout the movie are revisited and it's cool because one thing i oh by the way this is this is just yeah. going to be a full-on spoiler we're not going to do spoiler free we could just dive right into this one. Oh, okay yeah. all right cool so don't don't uh yeah <laughs> sorry guys if you haven't seen in the tall grass yet <laughs> go watch it real quick and then, <laughs> then come you know back. come on back but yeah we're just spoiling this 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 bad boy um one thing i gotta say uh, one thing I really liked about this movie, I love how they animated this field. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is the field had, in my opinion, had like an entity. It had, it felt like an actual thing. Like it had a mind of its own. And yeah. I don't know, was that Stephen King's writing or was that the directing that, that you think was uh, responsible for that? Uh, well, depending on how Stephen King and Joe Hill wrote it, it could be a mixture of anything. Yeah. You know? um, I really loved how the field... like. When I say the field, I mean the entity of the field. Mm. It had this really cool. Um, this, this it just really fucked with you. Nice. This is one of those movies where you got to pay attention and you got to catch the little things. You got to understand what's going on. And once you do, uh, it, it's crazy because like it's one of those things where everything kind of at first goes off, like branches out into different directions, and then all makes full circle. But not just one, but like all these different subplots. Yeah. make full circle mm-hmm. and it's, it's really cool there's this one scene where everybody kind of rendezvoused in the middle of the field you know and then the the girl what's her name becky she gets a phone call from herself in the future and little i mean it it was herself it was her yelling at her past self so like, don't fucking do it. Like, don't trust blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is all, like, they're all going to fuck you over. They're evil. And then it cuts off her yelling. It yeah. was just, it was just crazy. Because past Becky didn't know that future Becky was about to get fucked up. Yeah. And it was, it was interesting. Uh, another thing I want to say, uh, the camera work. The making of this movie, I think, was very good. Between the, it's, it's interesting. Because there was like one or two scenes where I could tell what was in real life a field and what was edited where they started using cgi to kind of i mean it it comes to the turf imagine try getting a camera to go through tall grass Mm -hmm. and not make the grass move yeah you know not make it like apparent that there's a camera going through because like the whole job of the movie makers is to not make people realize it's a movie it's a story it's an experience yeah so it was beautiful a lot of the the I don't want to say cuts, the cut scenes. It's like the little, uh, the montages, or whatever, 
when stuff was happening to Becky, for example, there's this one scene where everything starts getting red, and all these crazy colors, and the grass is like blowing in the wind, and there's like an entity like that that belongs to this field, and it was yeah. just it was beautiful. Um, I gotta say, there were some weird parts to this movie, parts that just kind of, at least at first, didn't really make much sense to me, mm-hmm. being as a viewer going into it the first time. Yeah. But then later on, everything kind of starts making sense. And I feel like that's the state. That's the Stephen King aspect because I feel like he does that. He's the mindfuck writer, mm-hmm. where he'll just you know you have a whole situation and then none of it's making sense. It's all over the place and dis disorienting. That was one thing about this movie. A lot of the plot was disorienting at first for me. Yeah, but I feel like that was done intentionally. Mm-hmm. And then later on, it was all revisited and all came back. It was awesome. Um, was I- it the scariest movie? No. But there were some times between the audio, the camera work, and uh, what was going on in the plot. Uh, there were some times where I was actually like, you know, I did get some anxiety watching it yeah. a little bit. But it's, eh. And there's some parts that weren't, that just weren't really the best. I think some of the acting at some points wasn't really that great. Mm-hmm. Or honestly, I don't think, I think sometimes it wasn't even the actor's fault. It was kind of like just some weak writing a little bit in some spots. It's kind of like, oh, really? Like, are you serious? Like, mm. okay, take the easy way out. Yeah. I don't know. No specifics that come to mind, but I just remember feeling that way at some points. What do you think? Uh, I think you drank a whole gallon of Haterade. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, no, man, I, I pretty much agree with you for the most part. Yeah. Um, I think the grass and the overall setting was gorgeous. Uh, was I really want to well, find out where that was. Yeah, it was very well done. As far as the acting goes... Uh, yeah, not great. Like, he yeah. even surprised me with, like, Patrick Wilson. Even he was a little, like, hit or miss. He was yeah. the the husband, like... Hun- he was Ross. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I don't want to bash on the kid, but he wasn't that great either. Um, yeah. That yeah. that was just an unfortunate casting He looked decision. like... What was this thing? He looked like a mix of the... Uh, what was that, Schmeagle or whatever from yeah. Lord of the Rings? You look <laughs> oh, like that. And uh, this one character from a video game, I don't know if you've ever played The Witcher. No, no. Oh, uh, yeah, there's this one little goblin character. It's pretty much the bulging eyes and the rectangular that's gonna, head. That's going to be a series on Netflix. Did you know that? What? The Witcher? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Henry Cavill. We'll talk about Dude, that next the time. The Witcher. We'll talk about that next time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this, I'm sorry, but this kid's a little ugly. I hope he kind of grows out oh, of it. Oh, <laughs> Maybe fired. it's the makeup. <laughs> and again, personal now. Oh, I'm a hater. Snap. I'm sorry. It's that hate life. What can I say? <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you. The kid, yeah. Hopefully, he grows out. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, the kid was not that great. The you know our our main characters. What none do you think of them Becky? were really Becky. She was the all girl. right. Yeah, um, I, I don't think her I thought, was really the best. I thought the guy who played Travis. I thought he was probably the best part of the movie. That was the yeah. Boyfriend. I feel like he kind of he didn't start out as a main character. I think they went like a fourth of the movie or a third of the movie without him. Yeah, and then I feel like he kind of turned into the main character at the yeah, end. It felt like that to me too. Um, what did you think about the ending? By the way, I think it was a little. I think I understand how. All right, spoiler, but um, when Travis pretty much sacrificed himself, mm-hmm. he he it was him and the kid, and he's like, listen, the only way this kid is getting out of this field is by me touch you know travis touching the rock yeah. and then you know he knows the way out but doesn't want to leave yeah. so he sacrificed himself uh, just to get the kid out uh, it was interesting 
I, w- I was not for it, but uh, I mean, it was like a time loop too. Oh, here's yeah. something I want to touch on real quick. With this time loop that happened, uh, the one part that I, I thought, well, I'll tell you two parts I thought were really awesome. The part when Patrick Wilson is chasing the brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Wilson, that's Ross, right? That's Ross. I'm sorry. And he's chasing uh, Ross's Cal? Cal. Yeah, he's chasing yeah. Cal and he gets him and he says, oh, what'd you do there? You know? You could have gone right, but you went left, yeah. and then you made another left, and then you yeah. went straight, and then I got you. And then he, you know, and then you see all these dead bodies of Cal that yeah. have been hunted down and killed before. Yeah. That part was really cool. Just the whole, like, time aspect of, like, this. I like when the ground opened up. Yeah. And all these, uh, right in front of the rock, and all these bodies. All there. the bodies were just there, and, like, you couldn't tell that if was it was um, their before, bodies or if forget, it was, like, other bodies. Yeah. Dude, with Cal... What do you? What's up with that dynamic between in the beginning of the movie? Like I'm saying, like the first fourth of the movie, the dynamic you're between meant, Cal and you're Becky. Meant, you're meant to think that they're like a couple. I thought they were a couple. Yeah, you're and meant to they're think like they're a couple, and then and you. Sister? And that's that. See that part. And I got like a hint of like incest love type of feel. And Travis calls him out on that. He says, "Yeah, you would much rather be intimate much. with her as opposed to just being her brother." And yeah. you get that feeling from him, which. That King does that all the time. So does uh, Hill. They like do that in their stories. Incest or like little just plot fuck, twists. fucked up shit like, like that. Really, Sexually, uh, yeah. like um, it, it kind of gets people's attention. It's like it, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's it can be disturbing. It kind of you know? yeah, it just makes the situation more disturbing. Yeah, um, interesting. That that's one I appreciated because it was like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, I appreciated that part. It's weird, but you know, it's different. Yeah. What do you think about the? The end, as far as like with the kid, I mean, the whole time loop with thing the, happened with the kid getting it out, it was weird. Everything. I feel like the acting yeah. wasn't the most convincing. Yeah, don't go in there. No, yeah. uh, the kid just didn't do it for me, unfortunately. You know, like he was not that great and he was annoying. Oh, another thing. Uh, so you had the kid, then mm-hmm. you had his father, Ross, mm-hmm. and then you had the wife. Mm-hmm. Is it just me? Like, me, did I just look away for a, a moment, or did this happen where the wife kind of just like appeared mm-hmm. in in the field? Uh, she grabbed Tobin, Tobin, the little mm-hmm. kid, and then called out the father, Ross. She called him out. I was like, "Hey, don't trust him. Don't listen to him. He's gonna he's gonna mess you guys over." Yeah. And is it just me, or did after that happened, she just kind of disappeared? Uh, he crushed her skull. Oh yeah. Okay. You know what? Yeah. I'm sorry. That, that was, that was like, so disturbing that yeah, I actually I blocked it out say, for a moment. Did you forget that? No, that, that part. was a very, um, oh, man. very. Yeah. I, I think I got no. What happened was I got so excited that I was. I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. I was so excited that I watched. It was watching somebody's head get crushed. Yeah. And like the eyeballs pop out exactly how I imagine it in my head every night before I go to bed. Well, uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was so excited that that was happening that I actually like didn't not I did not make that connection. I completely yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. So but, yeah, she gets she gets her head crushed. Yeah, that was and interesting. Then, uh, People mo- kept dying and then all coming the characters, back. yeah, they all kept dying. They kept coming back. The only one you never saw die the was kid. Travis. And the kid. Yeah, yeah. you're right. The dog mm-hmm. dies. Oh, um, fucking Man, um, they did a, a good job depicting mm-hmm. dead bodies and stuff. I gotta say that CGI work and all that stuff that yeah. was that was good. Yeah. The uh, you know what was kind of weird was the the grass face people. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, understand that came that. out of left field. I and, did, and I understand that's I, I thought 
I thought that represented the dead bodies that were already engulfed in this field. Yeah, I didn't get that. I, yeah, it was weird. It was out of left field for sure. They were just, like <laughs> left field. Oh, oh snap. <laughs> Ross made left. a field joke too. Oh my god! <laughs> Remember he made that one corny joke. Now, what do you think? Um, do you think there was some humor in this movie? And if so, do you think it was? Do you think it worked or no? Uh, I didn't laugh. I don't think it worked. I found myself laughing any. a little bit. Did you? I laughed at how much of a pompous asshole Ross was. Really? It was kind of funny. I mean, real estate agent, all that stuff, you know. But yeah, no. All in all, it was it was an interesting movie for sure. Uh, was it my favorite? Probably not. But I was, if anything, I was a big fan of the visuals. The visuals, yeah, man. The visuals, it uh, it, this that had that was the one thing this movie really had for it was the visuals. The story was uh, hard to follow. It kind of, but it did make sense at the same time. It, but the anytime you get into a time loop or a um, you know time travel element, it's going to be complicated, right? You know, like and this has that. No, um, I like that. And yeah. and it, well, well, here's the thing where I was confused too, man. Was it's. It's like this time loop is going on, but it's not just in the tall grass. It's also outside of the tall grass. Yeah, the so church. it's like the church is involved too somehow. Their cars are there and then they're yeah. not there. Yeah. Um, and then what What was going on with her baby? Like, and uh, you know, she's pregnant and every so often you'd see like the grass going into like her yeah. stomach wrapping around So there's around a lot the of times in this, in this movie I noticed where it's almost like a vision like at the time when it's happening you don't know it's a vision or a dream but like you see something crazy start happening to one of the characters and then like it cuts to like oh they're waking up it was a bad dream yeah. or like oh maybe it wasn't and that's kind of what happened at first when becky's baby was getting pretty much taken out of her or like you know when, when that whole thing happened when she was giving birth i thought that was just like a bad dream and like it seemed like it was because she woke up laying on the ground but like the baby was gone i guess and i don't know there the one scene where calvin is like feeding her grass and then like what i guess was the baby that's what i was just gonna or, ask like, you but it was actually something. ross that was feeding her like yeah yeah then it turned into ross yeah yeah so was that the baby or was that like her well insides? it was something bloody yeah, yeah either it that was or definitely the... meaty whatever it was oh yeah that, it was that was a disturbing scene it was just yeah. i mean this is another example of like the, the camera work and the, the whole production like they did a good job there were some parts that were really strong points and some parts that are a little eh. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, there were a lot of crows. Yeah. They kept showing that. And like, I know crows symbolize death. I think it's crows. Yeah. I think crows symbolize death, if I'm not mistaken. So I think that was a little bit of like a foreshadowing thing. Mm. But more so what I wanted to touch upon, I'm actually surprised we haven't mentioned it yet, but The Rock. The so Rock. before we get into serious conversation about Dwayne the Rock, the Rock Johnson is in this movie, <laughs> featuring his big ass head. <laughs> oh Jesus! No, all right. But before before we get into serious conversation, the first one of the first times, if not the first time, you see the Rock, Ross, the father, is talking about it. You know, he's going to think, "Oh, redemption is coming." Oh man, this Rock, it's older than than this than the land itself. It's older than the mountains. And when he's going on about that and talking about how old it is, I don't know why, but the funniest thing popped into my fucking head. Do you want to know what it was? Yes. So all those OG gangsters who watched original old school SpongeBob SquarePants, 
that that one OG episode where he's talking about the the rocks and the, he was like these pioneers used to ride these babies for miles. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know why, but SpongeBob SpongeBob's um, love for these rocks reminded me of Ross's love for this rock. That's funny. and it was just the funniest fucking connection I've ever made. I was just laughing, and I find it hard to explain to others like why I find it so funny. Yeah, but like SpongeBob was just infatuated he just loved these those fucking rocks yeah. and he hops on the rock and it <laughs> flies away <laughs> it's just the most like outlandish concept ever and uh you know then ross is just obsessed with this fucking rock yeah. but then it gets more serious and you realize this rock is the heart of this field mm-hmm. and it's just it's, and it's interesting you gotta wonder where the rock came from was it something that was yeah. possessed and or it's the it one thing that's or, different than yeah. everything else next to it mm-hmm. This it actually reminded me of uh, Stephen King's other book, The Tommyknockers, where uh, you know that that setting takes place in like a mining town, and there's okay. there's like this uh, ah, fuck I forget if it was like aliens or like a like a gas or something, but this uh, pretty much the town gets uh, taken over by this this force. And long story short, it reminded me of the Tommyknockers and them touching the rock. That that was just the yeah. first thing that popped into my head. Uh, you know what? So three people touched the rock. Ross, Travis at the end, mm-hmm. and then Tobin touched the rock as well. I don't recall that part. He touched it <clears throat> earlier on in the movie, which kind of like struck me as weird because... Hmm. Well, wasn't he kind of like the first evil person? Ross? No, uh, Tobin. Tobin. He was kind of like the first... He was the one who originally lured... The, the people in like a siren yeah and you know what man i think he i think there's a version of tobin that is evil luring people in so do you think oh so you think maybe that plays into the whole time warp thing yeah like he was the first but he was also like the one who got the only one who got saved yeah. but at the same time do you think it's like an alternate beginning and see that's where that's where that's where it gets like because there's alternate endings which fine like that happens that's that works but alternate beginnings changes the endings you would think seriously this movie could just keep going on yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like a paradox yeah it's got that wow i I just came to that whole conclusion Mm -hmm. just right now um so does stephen king have any other movies that he's affiliated with at least are there any other movies well, I based off his writing? Uh, there's a million movies based off of Stephen King's writing. I mean, there's It. There's I've, oh well, uh, oh okay, well yeah, but I mean like ones that are just like fucked up and crazy. Uh, like there's there's a lot. There's there's I like It. That. Uh, <laughs> I like fucked up crazy concepts. Um, I, what happens when you grow up watching South Park? With Stephen King, I mean these movies they they get toned down based off of his work. Oh, okay. um, they don't go as deep as like his actual books. You, you can look at The Shining. Uh, mm-hmm. that's probably as close as it gets to fucked up and that's even kind of different mm-hmm. yeah i mean like there's there's an orgy in the <laughs> in the book of it that doesn't take place in the movies <laughs> yeah damn <laughs> <It> <laughs> clown orgy <laughs> it, uh, no that clown didn't get involved he just watched Uh, (laughs) 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 Um. yeah talking about fucked up movies last thing then we can move on but uh for some reason while i was watching this movie uh something reminded me of yes okay so when i was watching the movie in the tall grasses on netflix and i believe the movie itself was like one hour and 40 minutes something like that Yeah, something like that and for some for some reason i had to pause it a couple times and i found myself 
I, I remember kind of like seeing markers like how far into the movie I was. I was like, oh, I'm like 40, 40 minutes into this movie. Oh, I'm an hour into it. I felt like the movie was longer than it really was. Oh, yeah. It was interesting. Uh, you know, I, I swear to God, I think the time warp aspect of that fu- field in the movie <laughs> came out and fucked with me in real life. I mean, maybe it's just me, but it's just a funny little, uh, little thing. But anyway, so because I felt like the movie was so long, um, some popped in my head about the movie The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, okay. which was like, what, three hours, three and a half hours long? I watched that shit in theaters, dude. That shit sucked. But that, that, no, I mean the movie was great, but it sucked sitting for like a lot. Yeah. But I just remember, dude, that movie was so fucked up. Not to get off topic, but the girl with the dragon tattoo, like it was a good movie. But one part that was like disturbing, like you know, people were talking about the new Joker movie, how some of them are like walking out of the theaters because yeah. they're quote unquote so disturbed, which understandably, mm-hmm. I guess, whatever. Not getting into that, but talking about disturbed movies. Uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. There's a a, a scene where the, the main character, the girl, is getting sodomized by oh, yeah. a dude. Like she's getting yeah. butt fucked, like raped mm-hmm. by a dude, mm-hmm. like some crazy, slimy, disgusting. I think like fat guy. Yeah, and it was just fucking nuts because mm-hmm. I was a little bit younger. You know, I was probably like what I think 17, 18, 19, something like that. Mm-hmm. And like I was in the theater. I mean, yeah, it was disturbing for sure. But like I didn't see anyone walking out, and mm-hmm. we we're literally seeing a woman get you know anally raped yeah like that's, that's some fucked yeah. up shit you know so I'm, i was just i was surprised you know girl with the dragon tattoo you kind of you almost kind of know what you're getting into especially if you were a fan of the books there um mm, yeah joke, i didn't know anything about joker it. i haven't seen it yet so i don't i don't know what people are walking out from if it's like i think it's the gun violence they're like glorifying uh, i mean especially I, with what happened with in colorado yeah, I mean, uh, that was a bad that, movie. That's I think. that's that's a Joker movie. Yeah, that's. I don't want to dig into that uh, really at all because I got my own opinions on that. But um, right, likewise, I um, understand. But yeah, talking about fucked up movies, man. Um, In the Tall Grass, it definitely had a nice sense of fucked up. Uh, I like the gore. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to say this, but I actually enjoyed how accurate uh, the scene of the the rotting carcass of the dog was, like yeah. all the flies, and then the sound effects, like those flies I, sounded like they were real. I enjoyed all the, uh, the enjoyed, audio was interesting. I enjoyed. Um, I, I appreciated the visuals of the dead bodies, like the carcasses. Oh, I, it. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Ah. <laughs> I'm a hater. I'm hating it, <laughs> bro. One scene. And then uh, probably start to wrap it up soon. One scene that I, I really liked was right in the beginning when Becky and Cal go into the tall grass. And then they get lost from one another. Right. And then they jump up. Yes, I knew you were going to say that. Dude, I was that hoping was, you would. That was probably my favorite That was part. fucking crazy, right? Yeah. So they jump and they see each other. And, and then they, they like, say, we got to do it again. They're probably like 20 feet and, apart. And the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second time they jump, and they're like, dude, it had to be like a quarter mile apart. Yeah. And like they were. Yeah, that part. <laughs> the, the teleportation qualities, I'm saying, this this field, you know, that's, that's like, this movie get a, gave a good sense of helplessness. Yeah. Like I, I did like feel no pretty matter. helpless because. Imagine being stuck in yeah. there. Like, bro, I, I wouldn't. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It's bad. It's if horrible. I found that rock, I'd start bashing my head into it. I'd know? probably sit. I'd, honestly, I'm surprised no one thought to stand up on the rock. They didn't want to touch the rock. What if they're wearing boots? 
they'd still have to climb with their hands. Eh, not if they get a running start. <laughs> <laughs> or they piggyback jump off of the next person. I don't know, man. That's well, just me. I'm the devil's advocate. They they had the good idea of putting the kid on their shoulders. Yeah, okay. But that's just another thing. I'm sorry. But that's like one of those things where I was kind of like, okay, well, the kid can just barely see over the grass. How about you get like the 120 pound pregnant woman on your shoulders mm. or like, you know, Cal looked like a pretty strong guy. Maybe he could have gotten Travis on, on his back or something. Yeah. Oh, I think, I, I don't think. know. Or, or like Ross before you turned fucking evil. Yeah. But besides the point, I don't know. It's just little things like that. I feel like, like, oh yeah, the phone calls, like they had the phones, you know, they I understand. Yes. Yeah, try calling 911 bad signal. But then, like, she. I would have left the phones out of it. I wouldn't have included the phones. Yeah, right? that, but yeah, exactly. You know? it's, it's one of those little things that's like, it's, okay, so you have things that happen for a reason to make it a scary movie, but realistically speaking, you know, survival instincts wise, like, as far as survival goes, there's lots of different things they could have done yeah. in that scenario. But, you know, that wouldn't have made for as, as an interesting of a movie as it was. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of like I think what I touched upon last time I was on your podcast. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's just a movie. You gotta get you gotta you know you gotta get into it. Yeah, you know, I find myself being the realist and the devil's advocate sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm a hater. What can I say? <laughs> it's the hater. I, I, I have no problem with getting real with the movie. You've heard me bash on plenty. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, let's give a let's just go through final thoughts and then you know drop our grades and yeah, right. call it a night. Um, yeah. So I mean, with this movie overall, it was a lot of a lot of halvesies for me. Like I, I like some parts, I disliked other yeah other parts. Uh, direction, eh. Uh, going with our overall cast, they weren't really that great. Um, I think, we, like I said, I think we had one good performance with the guy who played Travis. Everyone right. else was just eh. Even Patrick Wilson, which, you know, the special effects and the overall atmosphere I thought were really good. The grass, we've said, uh, beautiful. The rock, not really knowing where it came from, I was fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a strange rock in the middle of nowhere. Uh, that was fine. The grass people kind of threw me off. I didn't, you know, you don't really know who they are, which mm-hmm. that bothered me a little bit. Not knowing where the rock came from was fine, but it would be nice to know where these grass faced people came from. Like, were they always in this field or is it the grown up versions of Tobin? Do you think that maybe become... like a sequel? Is uh, I, I, don't, I don't think there will be a sequel. Possible at least. Um, yeah. Maybe these could also be the, uh, the children of Becky. You know, okay. Becky True. giving birth every time. Maybe that's like the morph yeah. of the of the baby and the the grass together overall as a horror movie it's not the best horror movie it had some good horror elements to it i wasn't scared at any point i got yeah i i thought the scene <laughs> where they jump up that was probably the most shocking uh part of yeah. the movie i think where i was Dang. like ooh, i wasn't a huge fan of it yeah um i i enjoyed it it was pretty good but i'm it's not memorable no it's really not man i'm having a hard time remembering a lot from it i think the plot was good i think some of the execution of the plot could have been a little bit better Hmm. um i would like to see this movie with a different cast Mm -hmm. like don't get me wrong i like the fate like calvin for example the actor who played calvin he's got a strong look he's got a strong face i I like him his performance not maybe not so much Mm. um i I think there should be some little things switched up uh, as far as the writing goes but the cast if there was a different cast that'd be cool yeah but uh all in all yeah um i enjoyed my, my time watching the movie 
Um, it's not going to be one of those that I'm going to remember. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to remember it, but I'm not going to write home about it, so yeah. to speak. So, uh, let's see. Uh, in spirit of Halloween, uh, that movie is probably going to get three blood-covered knives out of five. What? Three blood-covered knives. You're going out of five, huh? Three out of five. Oh, snap. All right. What, what, do, you, what do you think? Uh, it got a five out of ten for me. So... Okay, two two and a half. So two blood cover knives and one not blood cover knife out of five. Okay. That's like a two and a half, right? Yeah. That's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, right on. No no sequels for this either, huh? Yeah, I, I don't see a sequel coming. Uh if they I re- think I could. I could see one coming. Uh, now would I like to? I don't know. I don't think they're gonna. Would it you- would be interesting if they did. I mean if Netflix said, Hey, we got a lot of good uh views on in the tall grass let's pop out a sequel but i don't see do him doing it because you think a lot of people are watching it do you think it's making a buzz i think a lot of people did a lot of people did watch it i haven't seen a whole lot for it online as far as reviews go or anything uh, okay. a lot of people talking about it but i i think there is a lot of people seeing it hmm. it's one of those i think it has potential uh, I could see more potential in the future, mm-hmm. but if they left that out a one-off thing, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be upset either. Yeah, I think for sure. Now, um, as far as Stephen King's book about it goes, is there like a significant part of the plot that was left out, or do you think there's a second book to it? Or? I, I didn't read the book, so I, I don't no, know. Neither yeah. do I. I don't read books either. <laughs> I didn't read. I didn't read that one. I don't. <laughs> I don't read a lot of books either. I don't know what I'm saying, but like yeah. uh, Stephen King, he's one of the few authors whose books I do oh, read. Yeah. You know, if I were to read, it'd probably be uh, his stuff. And Joe Hill too. Actually, here I'm going to give a quick drop for another movie to check out on Netflix. Uh, Joe Hill's movie Horns is on Netflix. That came out uh, quite a few years ago. That's directed by. By Alexandra Aja and uh, stars Daniel Radcliffe. The movie is really fucking good. I love that movie. Hmm. Um, highly recommend you guys go check that out. That was uh, Joe based off of another one of Joe Hill's books. Oh, well, a little one last thing about okay. In the Tall Grass. <laughs> There's a the whole concept that the field had of uh, time, like messing around with time and teleportation. For some reason, it reminded me of the trailer for Tanat that we watched a couple episodes back. Was it Tanat? Tanat? Oh, Tenet. Yeah, Tenet. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. There I go again, pronouncing it like a Russian. Hmm. <laughs> it but, wasn't in Russian. Nikita. Yeah, I know, I know. But like watching that whole trailer in Russian completely changed how I my first impression of that movie. Yeah. I still don't know anything else about that movie. Nobody other does. Than that. Nobody does. <laughs> but. Yeah, I found myself thinking about that trailer a couple times, and it's just because the whole time warp everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I like movies that do that type of stuff, especially horror movies. Uh, what yeah. is that called? Like, is that like a psychological thriller? Is psychological, that what it's called? Uh, psychological thriller, psychological horror. It's psychological. The ones that make you think, like it's yeah. sort of like a mind fuck. I like mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Yeah, like you could say like the Saw franchise. Well, Saw One at least was like a psychological oh, wow, yeah. horror. Yeah. Um, the rest of them were just psychological yeah. torture porn. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's, yeah, that's what they fall into, man. Jesus. <laughs> uh, oh, man. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, anything else you want to drop on this? Or ready to call it a night? I'm pretty these much nuts. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Got him. Dropping these nuts. <laughs> Got him. 
Oh, thank you for having me, man. Uh, of I course, man. It. It's always a blast having you in the corner. It's always a blast being here. <laughs> I then, hope our listeners don't mind me. <laughs> uh, we'll get you back. Uh, uh, definitely do, uh, you know, El Camino. Oh my God! Yeah, yes, I'll have you back on Yo, to talk about that. By the time this episode comes out, yeah, it's a lot of people are already going to be watching it. Uh, yo, I hope you guys enjoyed, uh, curious to see what you guys think about El Camino. I'm curious to see it. I can't, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. I can't wait to be done with the series. Yo, and, you, you need know, to finish it. Breaking Bad. I'm getting there. I'm you need to finish there. Breaking Bad and then watch the trailer and then send me a text. I don't care if it's at 4am. I'll be awake. <laughs> send me a text. I'll be awake sacrificing baby goats. No, <laughs> send me a text. Let me know what you think, man. Cause, um, it's interesting. The trailer um, one thing I can tell you about what I said is it keeps its cards close to its its chest. Okay. It doesn't give too much away. But uh, where you are in the Breaking Bad series, if you were it watching now, it'd it. probably give some things away. Yeah. But about El Camino itself, no, not much given away. But it's very symbolic. It's very metaphoric. Uh, so keep that in mind when you're watching it. Okay. Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman. Went from fly on the wall to big badass. <laughs> do, do, do you see how much older he looks? The he looks scar. Old, yeah. Do you think that's? Do you think that's a lot of that's makeup, or it's just actual actor himself getting a little huskier? Because he looked pretty young in Breaking Bad, especially in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, he, he is looks like a grown ass man now. He is older. Yeah. What do you think he is? What is he? Forties? Thirties? No, he's in his early thirties. He looks like he's in his 40s. Yeah, that's probably makeup done. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. No. Um, hey, man. Good things coming around. Netflix. Netflix. I was going to say they're an underdog, but they're not. They're on top and they're and they're staying on top. Yeah. They keep putting out those big hits. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, so. they'll be around for a while. I don't see anything happening in Netflix. That's 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 one of the top I think dogs. they're it's securing gonna... their, their place right now. Yeah. That, Hulu, that... I don't know. I think Hulu's a hit or miss with some uh, of the things. Uh, Hulu. Have. I mean, Hulu has deals with people. They're also a part of Disney, too. So, I mean, Disney's going to have Hulu and they're also going to have Disney Plus. So, But it's like you can say Netflix to anybody. And they'll know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Some people, I mean, not many, but some people won't know what Hulu is. Yeah, not many. It's been around. It's one of the OGs, yeah. but it's like I can Netflix's see that, little brother. I can see that dropping off before Netflix. Definitely. Yeah. I think Netflix but with, just with has the company like Disney behind them. Yeah. That's gonna be tough. I'm curious to see how that turns out. Uh, Hell yeah! My, Thank you for uh, having me, man. Yeah. Dude, I can't wait to have you back again. Uh, like I said, we'll get you on for El Camino and then... Uh, and then Bad Boys. And then we Bad Boys. To, was that in January? We need to have... Yeah. Yep. We so, need to do a, a whole episode or at least a big chunk of it mm. dedicated to the whole series. Yeah. we. It's a great series. We got a marathon, the first two, and then we got to check out the third one. Right um, on. Well, it sounds like uh, the, the listeners have a lot of good things you know, coming up. Yeah, so we got stay that. stay tuned in, guys. We got that and... Uh, there is going to be a Joker episode yes. dropping soon. I'm trying to work it out where I can have Krista, the horror queen, Skype in. She's a fan of the Joker, and uh, me and her have been trying to work it out to get her to come on. Uh, so look forward to that episode. And guys, thank you as always for listening. Tune in next time when we are going to give that review on the new units. Later. Later.